Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. We are back for another edition of The Nightly Morning Show. It is Friday. I almost said June. I almost just went Friday, June 5th. It is Incorrect. Friday, November 5th. 6th. 6th. Wow. Are you okay? 2020. Do I need to call somebody? You know what? It's been a long week. It has. It's It's been, yeah. I haven't slept very much this week. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is not June. Although, if you live in Toronto, you you might be confused because it is very warm outside. Yeah, it's nice for Canada. No, I like in November. It. Chance of some oh, partici- <gasps> participation. It's rain. rain. <laughs> Thank you for following Festive Ninja. Welcome, Welcome in. in. Um, I love starting a show with a follow. I love yeah. new people coming into the community to talk with us about the nerd news, about all the insanity that is the geekdom. Mm-hmm. Um. How are you doing today? How, you know, it's the end of the week. Wow. Um, yeah, this week has been really long. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think everyone's kind of just very anxious for um, reasons. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's... Um, I'm excited because I get to um, play Skyrim tomorrow. So That's, that's true. That, that's, that's what I'm... The, the beginnings of the new Night King build. Mm-hmm. I also finished Subnautica yesterday, mm-hmm. which was really emotional. I hurt. <laughs> like, it was actually so sad. Like, I was like, oh, my. Um, I, I am excited for tomorrow as well because you're also playing Phasmophobia with some friends, and I like to watch you get spooked. Why are you telling people that? I have not committed to this, guys. Yes, but you have been committed by other people, so you have to do it. You can't back out now. The yeah, because now has I demanded. look like a dick. <laughs> Guys, this was not my idea. I just want to throw that out there. Um, so, Clarice will be streaming twice tomorrow. She'll have her regular stream, and then she'll have the peer presser stream. Wait, do I have to stream it, too? Of course you have to stream it. This has to be on video. You can't not be on video when you're getting scared. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, double stream tomorrow. How are you feeling about that? Wow, I just found out about <laughs> it, so I'm still processing. I'm a good husband. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Um... We got up early, as we're going to be doing every Friday morning, for a new tradition. A tradition that, look, I'm going to be honest, when I woke up this morning, I did not feel well. Uh-huh. I didn't. I really didn't. I was, I was, um, I have not had a lot of sleep in the last few days. Mm-hmm. At this moment, we think we know who will probably be the next president of the United States, but we still don't actually know. Yeah. Uh, and when we went to bed last night, it was still unclear. And so I have, uh, it's been a, it's been an anxious week for me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, having said that, we woke up early for our tr- weekly tradition of watching The Mandalorian. And, you know, as dumb as this might sound, there is something about Baby Yoda that just makes me feel okay. Baby Yoda cures anxiety. He, True story. he does. Baby Yoda cures anxiety. And it's, <laughs> um, you know. I don't know how Disney did it, but like. We're not going to talk spoilers here, obviously. No, we're no. not interested in spoiling the episode for you. Um, not that, you know what, honestly, not a very spoilery episode. No. Um, a couple of really great cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a spoiler light episode. Um, <clears throat> Australia lives in the future. Uh, a festive wow. ninja in the chat is saying that he, uh, he uh, they, sorry. Uh, know who the president is because Australia lives in the future. Wow, wouldn't that be nice? I remember that feeling when I was in Japan and I'd be like, it's Tuesday, but my family thinks it's Monday and they're wrong. <laughs> they think it's Monday. Oh my God. Um, but um, yeah, this episode, uh, without spoilers, this episode was, uh, in my opinion, one of the funnier episodes of the series so far. Yeah, it was, it, it wasn't cute, or it, it was cute. It didn't, it didn't, um... I didn't really uh, deal with like any of like the heavy stuff or like mm-hmm. major storyline things. Mm-hmm. So it was more lighthearted and kind of welcome this week, if I'm being honest. And feels like it's going. Uh, you know, I, I I read a review online of the episode after we watched it that was saying like, eh, it's just kind of 
it's fine, it's there. And I was like, no, it's a bridge. Like, not every episode has to be as exciting and grand in scale as last episode. Yeah. And episodes like the last episode wouldn't feel as cool and wouldn't feel as earned if every, if every... single episode was like, we're going to do the big thing. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, like, I think that that's a big mistake that a lot of people actually make is mm-hmm. that, um... Like, trying to make every episode this big, grand thing and always trying to outdo themselves every time. Mm-hmm. And, like, first of all, that gets really boring to watch, I think. Um, you need, like, you need small stories within larger stories. Yeah, For example, absolutely. one like, one of the reasons that I love um, uh, Return of the Jedi so much is that, you know, um, it's this small kind of community of the Ewoks in this planet that's part of a huge intergalactic like space war you know what I mean and they're just like a tiny part of it and Mm -hmm. I think you need those parts of the story um to to really put um things into perspective and so I I I thought that today's episode was great I didn't need anything more from it and in a way it still did advance the story you know they're headed in the right direction it's not like they're completely sidetracked or something like that i also think that this is an episode that doesn't like the the first episode of the season uh for longtime star wars fans especially star wars fans of books and whatnot Mm -hmm. um the the first episode was very exciting because of the reveals of characters who have appeared on screen for the first time from the books Mm -hmm. and things like that um and uh it is it's nice to see this episode be a hundred percent Mandalorian um, show only stuff. Mm-hmm. That uh, there wasn't any like big ties to other parts of the galaxy. It was a, a story, and I think the Mandalorian needs to keep doing this. As as excited as I am to see Ahsoka later in the season, whenever she appears, and I, I'm excited for all those things. Mm-hmm. But I want the Mandalorian to live on its own still, and yeah. I don't want it to be just a place where they tie in. Um, other Star Wars things. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- uh, thank you for that much form since before the Empire. Shin. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like, I think I'm just a little bit salty because the review said that Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp was perfectly fine mm-hmm. when I think they're um, incredible movies, so... <laughs> um, I, I don't think we should talk too much more about the episode. It's very good. Baby Yoda's very cute. Baby yeah. Yoda's always very cute. Yeah, it's good. Um, I would like to take a quick moment. Our good friend Orange just popped in the chat, uh, and we just want to say good morning to you, Orange. Uh, for those of you who are listening, his name is Orange Coon Fifteen. Uh, Orange streamed for the first time yesterday, and that was yesterday, right? Yes, that okay. was yesterday. I get my days confused in quarantine. Um, so if you guys could give a, sh- uh, a go, give a follow to Orange. They are one of our favorite people on Twitch, and they mm-hmm. had their first stream. And so Orange, we just want to say a big congrats to you on that. And uh, we're sorry we missed it, but we will definitely be there for future streams. Next time. And hopefully our community will go over and support, because they absolutely deserve it. <laughs> Excellent people right there. Uh, and uh, they're, they're a 5 out of 7 streamer, truly. Solid 5 out of 7. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Orange joined your November team as well. Awesome! That's a segue to the second thing we're going to talk about here, which is that I am on Movember.com this month, raising money for men's health. Uh, Mellow the Bard. Uh, uh, husband uh, to our wonderful friend Pentaxia, who was a guest on this show, mm-hmm. uh, a potential future guest on this show, if I can convince them to come sit on the couch and talk about this in the coming weeks with me. Um, uh, he invited me to be a part of his uh, streamer um, uh, Twitch-related Movember team, raising money for men's health. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Movember is a yearly charity raising money for um, prostate cancer and, mm-hmm. and th- things like that that affect men's health. And... Uh, I said it, I, I think I might have said it every day this week, but I have been personally affected by these um, diseases my whole life. Uh, I've lost grandfathers to them, and I personally have um, a prostate issue that is a recurring thing in my life that I, I deal with. And I'm, I'm very transparent about that because I feel like a lot, uh, we don't talk enough about how these things affect men who aren't over the age of 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I have found ways in my life to work around it. Mm-hmm. But uh, charities like Movember, uh, they really, they, they, they're the kinds of things I, I love supporting. They're wonderful and um, they directly affect my life. Yeah. So uh, the, uh, can you drop the link in there? If Absolutely. you would like to support our Movember uh, fundraising goals, uh, please head over to the link in the chat. Um, if I hit $250 raised this month, I am going to do a full stream as Ned Flanders. And um, yeah. 
that Clarice is already upset about it because it means I have to shave to the mustache again and she likes the beard. She does not like the mustache. I, I'm not not a fan of the mustache. It's not my favorite, but I'll yeah. forgive you. It's for a good cause. Should we get to our title story? Yes, we should. All right. Um, y'all, the title story of the day today is that we got the news yesterday that uh, Death of the Nile, Death on the Nile, sorry. Death on the Nile and Free Guy, Free Guy. the Ryan Reynolds movie like, have pushed out of 2020. Uh, they had previously had dates uh, on December 11th for Free Guy, and I believe December 28th for um, Death on the Nile had mm-hmm. pushed back from its October release date that has obviously come and passed. Mm-hmm. And um, the, uh, they, they were kind of the last two big movies in 2020, which is a, a big deal. The last kind of large-scale blockbuster we have left is Wonder Woman 84, yep. coming out on Christmas, Christmas. Day. And... You know, I, 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 the the title of this video is a little cheeky with saying when, not if, will Wonder Woman move? Because let's be honest, it's not coming out in 2020 in theaters. It's not. It's just not. Look, it, at the rate that at the rate that COVID cases are rising, mm-hmm. if if theaters are open on Christmas Day, if theaters yeah. are open on Christmas Day, they won't be open at full capacity. They will not be open to a level where Wonder Woman can make its money back. Yeah. So at this point, Warner Brothers has to be talking about moving it because they can't just say, well, people, some, the, the few people who show up need this one, so we're going to take a loss. Financially, they can't make no, that decision. No, yeah, they would never do that. And it kind of sucks because, you know, it's, it, it is possible that we will be here in our little apartment by ourselves during Christmas. We're not really sure what that looks like mm-hmm. yet. Um, and I was kind of hoping that you would be able to do something special like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and celebrate in that way. And I, I, I know that a lot of people do that. You know, a Christmas movie is like a, a family thing or a friend's Christmas thing. And or what Jewish people do on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, it's it's really disappointing to me because I, I really hope that Wonder Woman doesn't move. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. At this point, it just looks like a matter of when. Um, yeah, I so I, I used to be a manager uh, or a team leader in a, uh, for a movie theater in Calgary for a few years in high school. And um, much to my mom's chagrin, I always worked Christmas Eve and Christmas. Yeah, of course. Um, I, uh, just just because I, I got time and a half, I made a lot of money uh, on those days. Yeah. And it, you know, once Christmas dinner was done, my family just all like pass it, like goes into a food coma anyway. I was like, I might, if, if we're all just going to lie on the couch. Yeah. I'm going to go to work. Yeah. Um, and also no other manager wanted to work. So, Fair enough. Um, that, you know, there was two years in a row where Christmas Day I spent in the movie theater. And for me, it was magic. I loved that day. Um, it was such a, it was a different audience than we typically got at that theater. Yeah. Um, for a lot of, and, and honestly, it was a lot of non-Christian people. Um, a, a lot of Jewish families, a lot of Chinese families. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of Indian families, mm-hmm. uh, who spend Christmas, like, going out and doing, uh, they, they have a big dinner, and then they go to a movie. Because everything else is closed. And, um, it, you know, and there would also be families, uh, who were celebrating their Christmas together by going to see whatever the big movie was. Yeah. And I really, I loved Christmas Day at the movie theater. It was always just, it, it was a different vibe. It was a cheerier kind of, um, it was always just big groups of families. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, I, it's a tradition that I, I loved and I, I miss it. And it's sad to me that I, I personally don't think it's going to happen this year. Yeah. I am of the opinion that that probably won't happen this year. And, um, uh, even if Canada has its cases under control, which we, we're in a better place. Yeah. We're like, you know, Toronto specifically yeah. is locking back down again mm-hmm. because there have been rising cases, but Canada as a whole isn't doing too bad. Yeah. Um, but, um, studios, um, count Canadian box office as part of the American box office, traditionally. Um, oh. when you see domestic box office numbers, uh, cause you know, movie box office is typically broken down into domestic and international. Mm-hmm. Domestic technically actually is Canada and the United States. Um, huh, they don't okay. differentiate between those two things. Gotcha. Um, because putting Canada as part of international is kind of weird. Um, so we are always, whenever people talk about the U S domestic box office, those numbers include Canadian numbers. Yeah. Um, which, uh, I don't think a lot of people know. Interestingly. I didn't know. Um, including like Canadians who are like wondering <laughs> where our money goes. Um, but because of that, I, I don't think that if a movie 
if we're good and our movie theaters are open, I don't think they're going to put us... I don't think they're going to put out a movie for us, even though I think they should. Wonder Woman yeah. 1984 in Canada only. <laughs> Watch all the nerds storm the border trying to go see it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That's a nightmare. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is I don't think that they will release something as big as Wonder Woman in other places first. Like, I think it's going to... If it's going to be released, it's going to be released all at the same time. I don't know about that. You really? No, I, there, is a, there is potential that it gets released in China first. Um, because, because of the way that release dates work there, um, they, like, if they move off a release date, they might not be able to get another one within a window they like. Ah, I see. Um, which is the reason why sometimes, um, because, different countries handle how you release movies differently. Mm -hmm. And in China, there are rules about how many American, uh, made movies can open there Mm -hmm. because the Chinese box office is trying to protect itself from being completely overrun by foreign films. Mm -hmm. Obviously in the last few years, that's not been happening. Mm -hmm. Um, we are seeing the Chinese box office actually lean very heavily into its own domestic offerings. Mm -hmm. And the Chinese box office is creating really, really massive massive financial hits using only chinese income which is remarkable there are there are chinese films that are competing on the world stage um with international numbers that other movies are playing in solely in china Hmm. and within the next decade for sure china will be the largest um uh market for film in uh especially because uh, we don't know how many American movie theaters are going to survive the pandemic. Yeah. So with China, China's theaters currently are open at 75% capacity. And so... Which is pretty big. Which is huge. Like, 75% is a lot of people. And so if Warner Brothers thinks that they are going to have um, a decent box office return in China, mm-hmm. and they have a good date, and they feel strongly about it, I could see them opening the movie there before they open it here. Um, which has happened uh, often. Um, Dang it! <laughs> uh, and you know, occasionally. Well, hey, maybe then if they release it in China, they'll also release it in Canada. <laughs> I, okay, maybe. I can hope. Okay, <laughs> just let me have this. Yeah, I would love it. I, I I would love to see the new Wonder Woman movie before Americans and be able to like thumb my nose at them. Oh my god! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that if we put up a review of Wonder Woman on our channel and it wasn't in the States yet, it would get, maybe we would pick up some views. Yeah, maybe. Is that a bad way to think about that? No. Do you remember how excited we were for Tenet to come up? Because we were like, oh my God, we're going to get it a week before the States and everyone will come watch our review. And they did. Thank you to everyone who downloaded that podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, How do you feel about, um, because we watched that trailer on our um, channel, the Free Guy one. Yeah. Um, where they vehemently said, we are coming out in theaters in December. Yep. They staked that claim and they moved. Yep. Um, that's the thing. I think I think talking in absolutes in a time like this is impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, you just can't know. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, they made the mistake of, like, being very adamant about it and... Uh, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Thank you, Doug Duralu. That is true. It's true. Yeah, and and that's 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 the thing is now I'm sure that they really regret it. Yeah. Um, because they've they've had to move, and it's you know it's probably disappointing to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It is. It's disappointing to me. But the <laughs> wait, isn't that an absolute? That is true. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Rock Mage. Uh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Sh- Star it's... Wars is complicated. It's like theoretical. And here we are talking about Star Wars again on the Nerdy Nightly. Um, I mean, we started off with The Mandalorian, so yeah. That's true. That's true. I have an obsession. I, it's it's my true love, y'all. It is my true love. I'm um, not surprised. Sorry, it's, wife. I, here's the thing. I'm married into this knowing. I understand. It's fine. Oh, I'm a lucky man. Um, so, uh, yeah, Free Guy, they really, they, they push. They're like, no, we're coming out in December. We're doing it, baby. And now they're like, we are not doing it, baby. Do they have a new release date or they're just no. like, ah, uh, no. Not, not, not as far as I've seen. Uh, both of that movie and Death on the Nile have both pulled out of 2020. I'm guessing probably like March. I, I don't know. No. I would love to say that movie theaters are going to be okay in March. I would love, I would love to tell you that. Here's the thing. I don't think movie theaters are going to be okay in March, but you know, March gives... It gives a significant amount of time for, like, here's the thing. Over the winter, mm-hmm. people are not going to want to go out as much, so cases are going to hopefully decline. 
No. People are going to not be outside as much. And so people are going to hang out inside in case they're going to go up. I, <laughs> I don't trust people to make good decisions anymore. You know what? Fair. For me, I'm like, oh, it's cold. I'm no not leaving my house. Humanity. But I guess that may not be the case for everyone else. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to freeze, so I'll stay right here where it's warm. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think that, I think that winter is going to be bad. And you know what? Scientists are saying winter is going to be bad. So I, right, I love movie mind. theaters. I love them. I love them so much. You know me. I know. I, the, I am a happy boy in a movie theater. I used to go see three movies a week. Like le- legitimately would see three movies a week. I would see literally everything. I love movie theater popcorn. There, there was a year where I got to be, um, uh, I was on the um, SAG-AFTRA board um, for, um, what's it called? For, for the SAG Awards. I was on the nominating committee, sorry, for the SAG Awards. So they sent me every single movie that wanted to win awards. Uh, I, I think I received like 72 DVDs. And I watched 70, and I loved it. I watched 72 movies in three and a half weeks. I was literally, um, because I I, I was like between gigs at the time. And so I literally watched four movies a day for five straight days at one point. Yeah. Um, And it was incredible. It was so cool. A lot of them were very bad. A lot of them are movies you've never heard of. Um, and I did not nominate them, but, um, it was fun. It was really cool to see, like, all these small independent films that were, that, like, sent me DVD to be like, please. Just watch, yeah. Please nominate our movie. Holy cow. Um. It's funny, uh, Mello is saying that Fanta and him have a credit card specifically for movie rewards, and it's funny, I think he's talking about, like, the Scotiabank yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the scene. scene one. Yeah. And, like, I have legitimately considered get just getting that credit card. Maybe that's what I'll do then, because I need a credit card. You do need a Canadian credit card. But is it worth doing now? Because the movie theaters are not yeah. open. Yeah, <laughs> well, here's the thing. You just rack up the points. I don't think Cineplex is going anywhere. I hope. I, I think they'll be fine. Um, but are you that. sad to see Death on the Nile move? Yeah, I really liked Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Um, I think Kenneth Branagh, um, A, he's a fantastic actor, but his, like, his movies are really interesting to mm-hmm. me. Um, I love it. Um, and yeah, I am sad to see this movie because I, this is a movie that I'm personally very excited for because I loved the, uh, first one. They're not mm-hmm. really, like, conse- like, it's not like a consecutive storyline, right? It's. They're, they're That's like a consecutive storyline. They're separate storylines with similar characters. No, at the end of Murder on the Orient Express, he gets the call that he has to go to the Nile. Yeah, but it doesn't have to do with that case that he just solved. No, no, no. It's completely... Every, yeah. He, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's the only person who moves on. Yeah. It's like a James Bond movie. Yeah, well, yeah. no, because there's not my sex, but, um, <clears throat> you know, it's a different, it's the next case. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And that, that, you know, that's, that's what I meant by that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was very excited for it and yeah. that's what I'm like, I'm already sad about that. I really hope Wonder Woman doesn't. Okay. I, I, I'm going to say something controversial now. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. If you had to pick one of the three movies to watch today, you get Wonder Woman 84, Free Guy, or Death on the Nile, which do you go with? Because I have a controversial choice here. Because the obvious one seems to be Wonder Woman, right? Mm. Wow, so we're both going to make the controversial choice. I... Oh, I don't know. I think I would see... I think I would see Death on the Nile, because it's the one I've been looking forward to the most. Interesting. Um, I would go with Free Guy. I thought you might. Because here's the thing. I... I'm very excited to see Wonder Woman. This isn't a commentary on Wonder Woman. I'm very excited to see that movie. But I kind of know what it's going to be. Yeah. I kind of know what Death on the Nile is going to be. Free Guy is the one that I watched the trailer and went, oh, this is something new. Yeah. I have never seen this before. That's that's why I was really torn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like between the between Death on the Nile and Free Guy. Because, yeah, it looks really intriguing. And it's like, I, 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 you know, it looks like it, a new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have been really excited for Death on the Nile for a while. And yeah, that's like, and, and so that's why I'm kind of like, I don't actually, like, it. that that yeah. was a hard decision for me to make. But, um, yeah, it's not Wonder Woman. Honestly, here's the thing. I The first Wonder Woman movie I had some problems with. So yeah. We've talked about that on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm same. Like, you know, I, I don't think that the third act of that movie really held up to the quality of the first two. Yeah. Um, as we've said a million times. But, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, no, Free Guy to me, especially right now, Free Guy's the kind of movie I want to watch right now. 
it seems like it's going to make me happy. Yeah. It seems fun, funny. It's got Taika Waititi in it. And honestly, no one makes me happier than Taika Waititi. Yeah. He just... No, I love him. His directing, his move, his acting. I, I love him. He does him. good shit. He does really... Oh, God. You haven't even seen um, The Hunt for the Wilder People? Is that what that movie's called? No. Oh, it's so good. It's his first film that he made in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's about this man who um, ends up with this uh, kid mm-hmm. who's uh, like a... He's this man who lives in the woods. Or not really. He lives on a farm. And he, uh, he ends up with this city kid um, mm-hmm. who uh, ends up being his ward. Uh, he's like, like adopted. Sort of. And they're, they get, like, hunted through the New Zealand um, wilderness like by the government. Yeah, yeah. Mandalorian. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to spoil anything, so I'm trying to be vague about the plot. And that's not... Okay. If, if you've seen it, you're like, that's kind of what it is. Oh, okay. But okay. it is one of the, like, most heartwarming, funny, ridiculous stories. Uh, and I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen The Hunt for the Wilder People, I hope that's what the movie's called. It's something like that. Okay. All right. It's great. Cool. Um, Maybe we will watch that. We still have to pick our Patreon movie for the month. That's so. true. That's true. That's coming up in uh, a week and a half. Yeah. Um, y'all, what else? What else are we going to talk about? We've had more oh, news. We did have more news. So Anne Hathaway has issued an apology mm-hmm. um, for the the character, the witch that she plays in. Is it called The Witches? It's yeah, The Witches, based on the Roald Dahl uh, book. I just want to pull up uh, the uh, some facts about that, but. Um, keep keep talking. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is a this is a bit of a tough conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, she has apologized because she's been, uh, she has she has been made aware that she has upset people um, wh- who are uh, have different uh, limbs in the sense that her character in the witches has um, like three fingers. Yeah, um, um uh, it's, uh, so, uh, there is a, um, there is a, uh, condition called, um, it's called a- a- abnormality, uh, e- ectrodactyly, uh, ac- sorry, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, uh, yeah. ectrodactyly, yeah, um, and so in the new movie, The Witches, apparently they, um, uh, CGI'd the witch's hands to look, uh, more claw-like, and in doing so, I they... I saw pictures. I googled it. Yeah. yeah. They, they unfortunately, um, in their attempt to make the witches creepy and whatnot, uh, they've made them look like a particular kind of genetic uh, condition mm-hmm. that people are born with. And um, there are people, uh, particularly children, uh, because this is a kid's movie. This is yes. a, a horror movie for kids. And that's and that's what Roald Dahl uh, wrote. Uh, and Roald Dahl initially did not put this in the book. This was uh, unique to this movie. Yeah. And... Um, it, uh, unfortunately, the witch's hands in this movie, uh, are... They do resemble, yeah. in, in ways, this, like, limb... Ab- ab- abnormality. Abnormality. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it is unfortunate because, it, especially as a kid's movie, you mm-hmm. have, you have kids watching this... A slight chance and- of some particip- participation? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Shelly Miss Spike, thank you for the Shelley, follow, thank appreciate you that. for the follow, it's welcome on rain. in. Um, unfortunately, you have kids watching this movie, mm-hmm. and they see that they they have something that looks similar, mm-hmm. and that that person is an evil witch, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, it's it's really not cool, and it kind of in bad taste. Here's the thing: Anne Hathaway has issued a very sincere apology, and has as promised, has the studio, as has the studio, yeah, and yeah. has promised to do better. In a way, I don't really see this as Anne Hathaway's fault. For being put into a makeup, like here's the thing: if I wasn't, if I was an actor and I went into this role and this was done, that abnormality is uh, is apparently fairly common, but not common enough that I would put two and two together in mm-hmm. that sense. And I'm just really hoping that that was the case for her, and that this has come as a total surprise for her, mm-hmm. and that she is like you know that she is sincerely apologizing, and it seems that that is what the case is. I I, I here's the thing I. 100% I 100% think that no one involved in this intentionally did this. No, um, absolutely not. But I do appreciate that in hindsight the the company and and Hathaway coming forward and be like, "Hey, look, like this was this was um we're we're not proud of the fact that we made people feel this way." Yeah. And um uh, we are I, I think it's the right thing to do. I think acknowledging sure. it um, I think it brings awareness to things like this. Yeah, 100%. I think that there are ways to, you know, and I think that there are ways to make a witch super creepy uh, and 
inhuman without using something that resembles real humans. Yeah, especially when mm-hmm. when you consider that this kind of abnormality um, at a different period in history might actually result in you being persecuted as a real witch. Yeah. We, and, and I think that that's, I think that's really the big problem with it is that it's a little too close to our history, um, especially, and, and if, yeah, it's it's a bit of a scary thought. I int- I actually had a friend who had this condition. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, in middle school, uh, and uh, he only had three fingers on uh, one hand and two fingers on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, it's tough, right? Because looking back, like I think that we, you know, we just kind of never talked about it, you know. And it was yeah. one of those interesting things where, like, we never truly. And I don't know if it was the right thing to do. Now, now that I'm back on those moments and like, you know, we, we, we hung out and played games. There were, there were five of us in the neighborhood and he was one of the five of us who rode our bikes and stuff together. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's interesting that like, I haven't, I've never really even thought about it until now, how like a depiction like this might affect him. Yeah. And, um, and I yeah, think, just interesting. I think that is, um, possibly the silver lining in this is that it is bringing awareness uh, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I I have not known anybody with this, and and this was this was news to me in the sense that this was a all whole new thing, and so I googled it, and you know I, I looked at how they were portraying her hands, and I watched the video that she posted, mm-hmm. um, this lovely video of people who have uh, different limbs, and you know they're like I'm not symmetrical, and um, I think bringing awareness to that is actually a a, a positive thing in all mm-hmm. of this, and I think that. I think that they truly did not mean anything by it. And it's really nice to see that they're not like, oh, well, it wasn't intentional. You know, they're like, our bad. We're so sorry. This was, you know, this this was not what we meant by this at all. Um, and I think for because it's a kid's movie for kids, yeah, especially, especially to see stuff like this, it's, um, it's, it's, it's definitely, um, I think they're doing the right thing. For sure. Yeah, and I, I think that the difference here is that... Um, because I, I don't think that, like, showing limb differences is a bad thing. Yeah. I think the problem here is that the, the this particular limb difference in this movie is an indication that someone is evil. Is Yes, Because exactly. um, there are no good witches. Like, in, in the Roald Dahl story, there aren't... It's not like any of the witches in the story are good. It's not like good no. and bad witches. No. That all the witches are evil, and so this... And hate children. Yeah. And hate, and eat children. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, the so... story is insane. Also, the witches is insane. Um, but, you know, when we put out kids' movies, I want all children to feel welcome to watch them yeah and, um, i appreciate i really appreciate the studio i appreciate hbo max uh i i just i appreciate them coming out and saying hey we we this was a miss and we need yeah. to be more respectful of these things in the future because yeah. i think that we do you know i and i want for sure i want kids to be able to get together with their friends and watch the big kids movie and when i think about my yeah. friend um i i would i want if he and if my that like group of five of us had gotten together and watch this movie, I would have felt bad if he felt um, excluded from the enjoyment of it because of this. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I, I'm glad to see, I'm not happy to see that this happened, but I am happy to see that the gen- the, the general response to this has been, oh, yeah, no, this is bad. Yeah. Um, it's not the end of the world. I don't think anyone should be canceled over it. I don't think we should, like, burn yeah. anything to the ground. Yeah. Um, but I think that we should take this as a moment to be aware of um, how we're portraying things. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we're having these big conversations about race and diversity. We're having these big conversations about um, uh, LGBTQ plus diversity. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's important to acknowledge that there are, um, there, there are other kinds of diversity that we need to be aware of and that mm-hmm. we need to be careful about so that people do not feel excluded from... Um, mainstream entertainment yeah yeah yeah, 100% yeah um yeah uh the other story uh we want to talk about today um is uh where is it (laughs) I actually don't know where it is oh (laughs) Capcom guys this is kind of big news if you have a Capcom account um they've been hacked what is Capcom The, the video game company um they make uh like Street Fighter um I hope they make Street Fighter and not Mortal Kombat. No, Capcom makes Street Fighter. Right? Is my brain breaking? Oh, boy. Mega Man. Yeah, no, Capcom makes Street Fighter. I'm like 99% sure. As soon as I say... This is a funny phenomenon in my life that I think a lot of people feel. But as soon as I say something out loud... Um, I, I immediately I immediately get nervous that it's wrong. Yep, I have... 
done that. Last night we were were watching TV and I said something that I was a thousand percent sure of. Yeah. And I mean, I was like, I'm going to Google that to make sure I didn't just like say something inappropriate. I got you, Rock Mage. Um, That's what I'm here. (laughs) That's that's what what you're here for. Yeah. Um, Um, So Capcom got uh, hacked and uh, they're claiming a terabyte of data has been stolen. But uh, they have thus far said that no consumer... Um, oh yeah, Capcom makes Monster Hunter as well. That's right. Um, and, oh crap. What? Well, I have a Capcom account because of Monster Hunter. I need to be careful about that. Uh, they're saying right now that customer data has not been stolen. Um, but some outside outlets are saying that customer data was probably stolen. So it, it, this is a big deal. Um, this is a major games company going into, um, the biggest, um, games, uh, season. Um, and, yeah. um... It, it's, you know, it, it's it's another reminder, as Rockmage is saying in the chat, change your passwords, yo, and don't use the same password for everything. Because your information is getting sold on the dark web. <laughs> well, look at Target. Like, Target, you know, if you had a Target account, which I did, and thankfully yeah. my Target account didn't have any resemblance to anything else, but yeah. um, that got that got scooped up. Like, the, the, the internet is not really a safe place. I have two passwords. Yeah, we're going to change that. Um, because <laughs> my is... financial information is connected to yours. Marriage. Um, but uh, yeah, th- this is a pretty this is a pretty big deal. This is a big company. That's a lot of data. It's a lot. A terabyte. Uh, uh, like a terabyte of like video data. Not a lot of data. A terabyte of like customer data. It's a lot. Do you know how many lines of individual lines of code with people's personal information is in a terabyte? Oh yeah, I uh, that's that's a scary thought. Um, yeah, it is. It is. So we're gonna go change your password, um, just in case. Anyone who has a Capcom account, we urge you to do the same. Uh, yeah. So um, thus thus far, uh, they are working with authorities to figure out what's going on. But um, they are um, they have said they are saying that no customer data has been stolen, which uh, is implying that employee data might be stolen, which would be uh, uh, very unfortunate. Also, um, very scary, very and uh, hopefully that is not the case. Um, hopefully, hopefully they only got miscellaneous data or like they got like the game code from an old Monster Hunter game that they can't do anything with. Yeah, hopefully that's, that's what we're going to keep our fingers crossed for. Um, all right. More news. Y'all, we talked about the Mandalorian at the beginning and we're going to talk about the Mandalorian at the end because we, we've had the tradition this week of ending with Star Wars news. Yeah, that, that seems to be the theme. Um, and not that we're ending, but, uh, I have, I have news. This is a rumor, uh, and I want to be very clear about that. Mm-hmm. But there is a so Mandalorian season three is currently casting. They're about to go into production on season three. They have a history of starting the next season while they're releasing the past one that they started with season two. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, this is the headline that uh, I, I I I'm in love with. Boba Fett Disney Plus TV series could reportedly start su- start shooting as soon as next week. Reportedly. Reportedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, and this is nuts. The fact that we could... Uh, here's the thing. I, Blind Seer has been in our chat talking about the Obi-Wan series a lot lately. Yes. I know he's very excited for that. Yes. Um, I'm also very excited for that. Also very excited for that. Um, if they start shooting a Boba Fett series before they start shooting an Obi-Wan series, I'm going to be like, why, first of all? But second of all, I'm going to be like, when do I get to see it? <laughs> That, yeah, that should be that should be the first question. <laughs> the, the, the article um, does say, if it's not next week, it could be early next year or the spring. So it, it's like it's like tomorrow, <laughs> January, or April. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like, and that that's the thing. It, obviously, it's a rumor. There is nothing confirmed, but it is exciting to see. And, you know, it's exciting to see that um, big companies are still pushing ahead with, like, new content despite yeah. COVID times. You know, they are confident that they can get shit done. And I, that makes me happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think a Boba Fett series would entail? Well, it depends on when it's set, right? Like, do we get, like, um, Height of the Empire Boba Fett? Um, uh, like, doing odd jobs for both the Rebels and for uh, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I would very much like that show. That'd be fun. It would be tough because um, the actor, uh, oh, what's his name? I want to make sure I get his name right because I love him. He's Aquaman's dad. Um... The actor who play who would play him is the actor who played the clones in. Um, um, oh wow, they don't have his name there. 
That's not good. For those of you who don't know, um, David's favorite superhero is Aquaman. If you can't, tell. my favorite Superman is my yeah. Um, T- Tamora Morrison. Um, Tamora Morrison. Uh, he is. Uh, he's a little bit older now. He does not look like uh, a young spry gentleman anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's still hot. He was hot in Aquaman when he's like standing on the dock waiting for Aquaman's mom, and he's got that little cap on. Like he's a good looking dude. Um, still haven't seen Aquaman. I know that's a tragedy. Uh, maybe that'll be our November movie. <laughs> Well, Dagon's um, birthday is the day before, so maybe we should see what he wants to watch. Oh, good call, good call. <laughs> um, so, uh, he is uh, definitely um, past the age of playing Tide of the Empire, yeah. but he could play post-Return of the Jedi Boba Fett if Boba Fett is alive, um, yeah. depending on, you know, uh, that. And so it's really going to be a question of where they place the show and whether Tamora Morrison is playing the character. Yeah. Um, I personally uh, would love to see a bit of both, maybe. Um, you have some uh, modern day t- uh, Tamora Morrison as Boba Fett in like almost Mandalorian times, maybe even later than Mandalorian times. You could set it like 10, 15 years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, and then have flashbacks to like jobs that he did for the Empire mm-hmm. that he's like remembering because they're relevant to. Um, you could even flash... Here's the fun thing about a Boba Fett show, right? If you did flashbacks, you could flash back to the height of the Empire. You could yeah. flash back to the original trilogy in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. You could flash back all the way to Rebels. You wow. could flash back even further than that to the Clone Wars. Boba Fett is... Young kid Boba Fett is a character in the Clone Wars animated show. And you oh, kind of see, wow. like, um, how he responds in that show to the death of Jango Fett. Mm-hmm. And, like, he joins a gang... And, like, you see his, like, beginnings as a bounty hunter. Interesting. In that. So, the, the a fun thing with the Boba Fett show is the potential to flashback across 45 years mm-hmm. of Star Wars canon and have this character who not only could be there for the big moments, but in a lot of cases actually was. Like, yeah, Boba yeah. Fett was there for a lot of really, really cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, and Do you think we get an alternate view of, like, the fight with Jabba the Hutt? I would love that, but I, but the thing is, <laughs> they, they <laughs> good morning models. Um, they have to keep the like um, bump, bump, where it's like just cutting to people looking at things very slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love, I would love for a modern Star Wars thing to do that again. Mm-hmm. Like whatever Taika Waititi's movie is, I want there to be. And I know they did it in um, what was the third Family Guy Star Wars movie called? Um, they there's had a Family Guy Star Wars movie. Yeah, there's three of them. Oh, they did the entire trilogy. You don't know about those? No. Oh, it's Blue Harvest, something, 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 Dark Side, and um, I can't remember what uh, the the Return of the Jedi one's called. Um. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Herbert the pervert is Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh boy. Um. Chris is Luke Skywalker. Uh. Oh, it's great. Meg is blue. Yeah, it's Blue Harvest, something, 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 Dark Side, and what's the third one called? No idea. I can't remember. I literally found out about this today. Yeah. Um, they're so fun. They're actually really funny. They're well right. done. Um, uh, they're, they're good. We'll, we'll watch them. I actually own those DVDs. Um, of course you do. <laughs> oh, God. I need to get to my sword unit in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a trap. Is that what the third one's called? Is it just called It's a Trap? It might be. That would be funny. I can't remember. Um, but I would love to see a modern... Uh, I would love to see a modern Star Wars movie ape on the moment in Return of the Jedi where it's like the slow looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, best they, place, like... the best place to do that would be a Boba Fett show. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. I would love to see that. I would like an extended sequence that is just Boba Fett inside the Sarlacc. Just a long... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I need that, but sure. Because, you know, there's, you know, there have been rumors forever. Like, Star Wars fans have been talking since 1983 that Boba Fett, that's when the movie came out, Mm -hmm. that Boba Fett um, survived, that he blew his way out, that he had charges, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I would absolutely love it if they didn't just show it from the outside. Because at the end of season one of Mandalorian, there's a moment where um, that character cuts his way out of that thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. To say it without spoilers. But if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Because they'll probably show it that way if they show the moment where he comes out of the Sarlacc. Yeah. I would love for them to instead have the camera in the Sarlacc with him. And you just see, like, a poorly lit Boba Fett struggling inside of a stomach. Oh my god. (laughs) And it's like 12 minutes long. It's the whole first episode. It's just Boba Fett trying to get out of the Sarlacc. No, I do not like that. 
It's all just like very dim light. This is why no one wants to me to write their shows. They just want me to watch them. <laughs> wow, David just called himself out. I always call myself out. True. Because I'm a narcissist. Um. <laughs> uh, I loved. I tried to shout myself out in your channel yesterday. Yeah, and Twitch yeah, yeah. was like, you can't. You can't. You no, can't you shout can't yourself that. out. I was like. <laughs> That was fun, actually. Uh, <laughs> David's not okay. David's running on. It's like, been a long sleep. week. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna quickly see if we know who the president is yet. Give me one second. <laughs> the news, guys. The nerdy news. We're, we're a real news source now. No, we don't. Love it. Love it. Love it so much. It's fine. Everything is fine. Um, y'all, uh, just so you know, we, uh, we don't have one up yet, but reviews are up for the PS5 and Xbox Series X and Series S uh, across the internet now. So if you are looking at trying to get a console next week, um, like I will be, uh, sorry, babe, um, more debt, more debt. We are going to win more. Mm, yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, um, mm -hmm. um, uh, those reviews are up uh, and I, I haven't watched any of them yet, but I'm excited to. Yeah, um, I'm yeah, I'm gonna be super curious to see what people's initial thoughts are, um, especially because you know apparently there will be a PlayStation Five in the house, and I don't really have a say in that. <laughs> Not that I would be upset about whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh yeah, it's so God, you're you're living under such hardship. No, it's fine. I'm just saying, like, it's really not up to me at all. <laughs> you told me like in April. You're like. Okay, but here's the thing. It's really not up to me what color every towel in our apartment is. So, like, there's trade-offs. Wow, I'm sorry if I'm trying to make that apartment look nice. I just really like mint green, okay? Oh, I know. I'm not buying an iPad because it's mint green. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, wait, you bought it? Huh? Okay, I'll order it for you now. <laughs> um... Uh, y'all, there was actually another story that we wanted to talk about that we didn't get to, uh, because I forgot about it, because I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, and I have to stream in, like, two hours now. Yep. Oh. You can't get a nap in anymore. I can't get a nap in anymore. I also can't edit those videos. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I'm gonna have to do that tonight. Fair enough. Um, we, uh, found out that the PlayStation 5, uh, coming next week, uh, has a slot where you can plug in a SSD expandable storage unit. Okay. That slot does not work at launch. An update will come in the near future that will allow it to work. But at launch, the PlayStation 5 uh, expandable storage slot does not function. What? Are you all right? How does it not function? It's there. Yep, but uh, the software that allows it to function... Uh, is not installed at launch um, because of uh, reasons that I don't know. Reasons. So, um, you know, we talked yesterday because we were giving the Xbox uh, Series S crap yesterday because uh, a third of its uh, onboard storage is taken up by um, the mandatory OS, files. Like <laughs> and uh, so you, can, you only have about 380 gigabytes of storage on your Xbox Series S if you buy it. And in order to get more storage, which you'll probably need because video games are very big nowadays, yep. you have to buy expandable storage and it's expensive. And we were commenting that that seems like a interesting thing for the, um, what is a sense, you can install two large games. Yeah, models. Yeah. Um, you can essentially install uh, Call of Duty, Cold War, and one other thing. Um, uh, we were we, we were giving them shit for it yesterday a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we were because I, I think that that's a terrible decision. So to be fair, we're gonna give um, Sony a little shit here because um, what the fuck? Okay, like, well, <laughs> um, we, sorry, I'm just gonna come out and say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm I, I think that who knows when that update is coming? So it literally yeah. might be like for a week. You can't use that. Yeah, but what if it's like for a year? Well, so um, one of the stories that I read, and, and this is where Sony and Xbox might be doing things slightly differently, mm -hmm. is that Xbox has a, um, a, is a, dri has a driver that you plug in. Um, so it's an Xbox memory card. Sony also has their own, but I think that part of the problem is that Sony is trying to make it so that, that you can buy third-party ones as well. And the soft, and mm. so they're saying don't buy external memory until we can tell you which 
external memories will 100% work because gotcha. not all of them are going to connect properly. Right. And so I think what, uh, I, to, to Sony's credit, I think that what is happening is they are trying to optimize their software for using an SSD for as many um, uh, things as possible. Okay. And also to Sony's credit, at launch, there aren't going to be a massive amount of PS5 games. And so the USB right. storage does work on the PS5 okay. to play PS4 games and okay. PS3 games. It's just that they um, the SSD is necessary to play a PS5 game. Yeah. You need that read-write speed. The The system can't play a PS5 game off of um, slower memory. Yeah. Um, because it's just, it, 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 they work too fast. Right. And so this is a purely a SSD problem, not a USB problem. And so th there are workarounds. There are other kinds of external memory that you will be able to use. Um, but they, uh, it will not be optimized at launch. And so they've turned it off just so that it doesn't create problems that Issues. don't need to be okay. there. Well, here's the thing. Like, yeah, we can give them a little bit of shit for it. But this kind of seems like a different issue. Like, this 100%, is like 100%, yeah. them, like, trying to give give people the option for memory more memory but just making sure that it works properly and giving them alternatives in the meantime and here's the thing i think that so. i think that uh if you because it's a i believe they are i think they start at one terabyte right the the new playstation 5s so i think that if your concern is playing that that it, it depends on how long it takes for the update to come if the update comes quickly you can probably have seven or eight or nine very large games on a one terabyte hard drive. For sure. Right? So they're fine there. How, if, if, are you really going to play through nine giant games in a month? Yeah. Le realistically. No, and that's fair. And that's, that's why it really depends on how long this is going to take them. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I also think that it depends on how big your download speed is in your house. Because for us, with the, the Google Fiber Internet that we have... Google Fiber? Sorry, the the Bell Fiber um, internet that we have. Yeah, I don't know why I said Google. Oh, man. Um, the Fiber internet we have, uh, uninstalling and installing things for us isn't the end of the world. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have really good internet, um, th then I could see this being a problem. I understand why this would be unfortunate. Yeah. But, like, honestly, this would bug me more on the Xbox because it's less storage. Oh, yeah, But for because sure. you have the space... And I hope the PS5 is at one terabyte. If it's not, then this is actually a bigger problem than I, I think it is. Yeah, maybe, yeah, check how much the storage is. Um, yeah, Arbitrary, we're, we're lucky that fiber is available in our area. Uh, I told David, I was like, we're, we're, we're streaming. We, we need the best internet that we can get. Because <laughs> we had some struggles when we were uh, in Calgary. So the PS5 has uh, 667 gigabytes of usable space. Okay. Um, so that means that it is... So like a, three games. So, no, no, six games. Yeah. Six games. Um, but that is double the Xbox Series S. Yes. Um, and you can also have a disk drive on the PS5. So, you know, that'll cut out some of it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, depending on how games on PS5 work. But Yeah. It is interesting. It is interesting to see, um, you know, we're getting to this point where the games are getting to a size... That makes it difficult to play games. Yeah, yeah, they are gonna have to. They're gonna have to figure out how to um, make um, cheaper, uh, effective, fast storage. If yeah. the games keep, are, if the games keep expanding and growing at the rate that they are growing, the storage and the technology behind that also needs to keep up. Because if you can only oh. like, if we get to the point where you can only have like three or four games on your console. That's going to be a problem for people, especially if you have a console that's shared in a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not everyone's playing the same game at the same time. Like, that's going to be a nightmare. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, right? Because um, I, I could see a version of the future where if we can get SSDs fast enough and cheap enough, not fast enough, um, mm -hmm. but if we can get them cheap enough, I could see, like, okay, you have a slot, and instead of putting a disc in, you go to GameStop, and you buy the physical copy, yeah. and it is an SSD that just has the game on it. Yeah. And it's a locked SSD that has room for the game and for save slots. And you literally are plugging and unplugging SSDs into your computer. 
which would kind of be a cool way to do it. The problem is right now, obviously, each SSD would cost, games would cost $200. Yeah. Um, a, a copy of the game would cost $100. But if we could get SSD production costs down to a point where that's reasonable, mm -hmm. it would be, it would solve the digital versus physical media issue. Yeah. Um, and it would also, I mean, obviously, these games still need constant updates and bug fixes and whatnot. But um, it would be interesting if, like, instead of having a DVD rack, you have an SSD rack with a bunch of SSDs that have your game on them. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's got, there's got to be something done about it. Cause yeah, M2, uh, M.2 plug-and-play SSDs. I, I mean, I could see it, honestly. But yeah, they have to keep working on that SSD technology to make it more, more easier to manufacture and cheaper mm -hmm. for companies, because otherwise it just won't work. Because, yeah, once you start putting a higher price tag on games, people are going to... No, and, I enjoy that. And games are going to... Game prices go up. I mean, the next generation is going to be $10 more than the last generation. Um, and that's typical. Uh, th these The games are also going to be more impressive. You know what I mean? They're yep. going to be better and... Yep. You, uh, also, you there's inflation. <laughs> yep. You're getting what you pay for and that's just... That's just how it works. Yeah. But, like, a big jump to to have games on SSD drives, that like, that, like, that would be a significant price increase. I also wonder if... Uh, it would be interesting, right, to see if um, they make it... You can either buy the SSD with the game on it for more, or you can buy the game digitally for less, and how that would affect the market. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these companies, um, just, these companies don't care how you buy the game. Yeah. It's probably cheaper for them for you to buy it digitally. So, and they also don't have to split any costs with GameStop. Like, when you buy directly from their store, they do not give GameStop money, right? Yeah. Um, all, that's actually not technically true right now, because Xbox... Um, uh, Xbox, um, just put out, uh, or Xbox and, uh, the, uh, GameStop actually have an agreement mm -hmm. for their a subscription thing, uh, because GameStop felt like they were going to get ripped off and they were essentially like, Hey, you're killing us with this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. uh, Xbox is actually kicking GameStop back some money. So yeah. GameStop is going to push, it's a, it's a, it's a business deal, but it's a smart one, uh, for Xbox to keep, um, the brick and mortar stores alive. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, but it is it is interesting like you could see uh, i could see a future where the digital copy is actually cheaper but the physical copy runs better and yeah. you keep it and i don't know yeah um you also it would be interesting to see like because i could see a future where microsoft does this right yeah microsoft puts out these m.2 plug and plays and we start to see um computers with open sides so that you can plug your game into your Xbox or your PC and play on either one. That would be cool. Right? I would love, like, honestly, I would love, like, an open face, like, um, PC that if it was, like, if it was nice, like, and, and cable managed and quiet, like, it was, yeah. you know, like, I, I'm down for that aesthetic. If that becomes a thing, I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, I think that's where we're going to end the show today. Yeah, that's 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 our hour-long show. That's the news that we've got for you guys. Um, yeah, some bad news, some good news. Yeah. Boba Fett TV show would be great. Um, and uh, we're sad about the movie. It's moving to next year. Yeah. But hey, y'all, 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 y'all. We have made it through 10 of the 12 months of 2020. Yeah, 2020 is almost over. That is It's good almost news. over. And that all that's news. really left is Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanks. No. Mm -mm. You're in Canada now. That's true. That's true. That's, that's true. true. It's just um, Christmas. Uh, hopefully we survive Black Friday. Um, hopefully Black Friday just doesn't happen this year. Um, it's it's probably just going to be Cyber Monday twice. No, I've already seen things for Black Monday. I'm seeing ads. Wait, um, Black Friday? For Black Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stores are going to do it. Stores, they're, they, but they, they need to survive. That's a big day for them. Okay. They need to make money. You know what I mean? Like, um, all right. You know, as much as Amazon would love for all of that business to go to them. Yeah, true. As we make money on an Amazon service that we work on. Um, <laughs> love that for us. Love that for us. Um, Y'all, thank you so much for being here. This edition of the Nightly Morning Show was a blast. This was a fun one. Yeah, yeah um, it was good. We love having you all here. And, uh, yeah, we will see you Monday. Uh, we'll be back with more Nightly Morning Show. 10 a.m. Yeah. Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday, next week as well. Uh, we are still doing five days a week right now. Um, we might do, th we're, we're having conversations. Yeah. Yep. Um, Stay we tuned. might go down to three. We might go up to seven. We don't know yet. We're going to see. Can you imagine? Um, uh, I'm going to be streaming at five or no, no, no. no. I changed my stream time. You I will be streaming at one thirty 
Eastern. Don't know what I'm playing yet. Maybe I'll play Witcher. I don't know. We'll figure that out at a later date, uh, being later today. <laughs> yep, David is streaming today. I'll be streaming tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big one. Yep, yep. Skyrim Saturday. It's the first day of, of the, the rain. Of the Night King. Of the Night King. The Night King is going to decimate Skyrim. It's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, she will also be streaming later that night playing some Phasmophobia. It's a double stream day for Clarus tomorrow. I might be in a bit of that Phasmophobia stream. That might be on the Nerdy Nightly, so we both play if you need a break. <laughs> Um, and then oh, I'll be God. back for Star Wars Sunday, like always, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, um, playing, I think I'm going to start with some Vader Immortal, uh, and then, um, I think I'm going to, like, the next three Star Wars Sundays, I'm going to do an episode of Vader Immortal each week. Yeah. Um, just so that I'm not in VR for the whole time, but I'll start with some VR. So I'm going to work up that tolerance, Yeah, you know? get used to it. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back Monday. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back Monday for the morning show at 10 a.m., so we hope to see you guys there. Uh, before we sign off, I just want to say a huge thank you to our Patreon and our patrons over there. You guys make this possible. We're so grateful to you, and uh, yeah, we literally couldn't make the show without you. So yes. thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping us uh, going. And um, if you're not a member of the Patreon, uh, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's yeah, fun. We're going to do a movie watch. We're going to do some stuff. There's some Patreon stuff going up soon. Patrons will be getting our Twitch clip videos tonight at some point. Uh, streams moved around, so it's going to be a little bit later, but uh, the our Twitch clip highlights will go up on Patreon we'll tonight, out. and they'll be up on uh, the YouTube. Uh, hers will be up tomorrow, and mine will be up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Y'all, uh, as we always say here, uh, do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.